Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. The NFL Honors have announced their finalists for all of the important awards of the 2022 season. The ceremony is going to air on February 9th, 2023, uh, NBC, Peacock, the NFL Network. So just a few days before the Super Bowl, you'll figure out who the MVP is, the Offensive Player of the Year, Depoy, Coach of the Year, and all that good stuff. Stiff. Since the nominees have been made official, we can talk about them and debate their merit on this very program here. We'll start with the big one, because that's the order that it's in on NFLNetwork.com, the one I'm looking at. NFL AP Most Valuable Player of the Year. Five nominees, and they're listed in alphabetical order. The website makes sure you note that so it doesn't think that there's any bias here, thinking that they think they're in first place and blah, blah, blah. But you've got Josh Allen from the Bills. You've got Joe Barrow from the Bengals. Barrow. <laughs> you've got, that's, a, that's a fan favorite of you've the You've got show. Jalen Hurts from the Eagles. like it. The only non-quarterback. Can you guess? Non? Is it on defense? Nope. It's on offense. Is it a receiver? It's a receiver. Is it Justin Jefferson? It's Justin Jefferson, the Vikings wide receiver. As an MVP. As an MVP wow. finalist. And finally, number five, because of alphabetical order, but in my mind probably who's going to win it, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes so, really Chiefs. quickly, Mark Madden, who we both work with. Yeah, that uh, rings a bell, that name. <laughs> didn't, if I'm not mistaken, put down a, a preseason bet for Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins to, win to win MVP. So, he had the right idea. Just Minnesota, the wrong player in Minnesota. Just the wrong guy. Uh, there was a finalist for a Viking that made it, but he's going to finish in fifth place in the voting yeah, because he's sure. a wide receiver. I like him as Opoy. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to there, and there's some guys that have a debate to be had when it comes to that. But, yeah, it seems kind of just like a token thing, just throw in the wide receiver and the nominees because it's just been such an egregiously quarterback award for the past, what, decade and a half now. I I don't even know off the top of my head the last non-quarterback to win. Maybe it was Peterson. Uh Regardless, it's been a quarterback award for a while Maybe a defense, maybe like a J.J. or an Aaron Donald. If you're good at quarterback— you're gonna and you're it. on a good team, you're pretty much going to make it as a nominee for the MVP award. And I don't agree with it, but it's just the way it's kind of gone. And if we're being honest, it's not MVP. It's most valuable QB. MVQB is what the award should be called. But right. I digress. They're not do you gonna, think they they're should not just, change it because of my you do know, you think they should just make like a 
uh, there's an offensive player of the year, a defense, but should they make a offensive player of the year, a quarterback of the year, and then an MVP where you can just you can put it to rest all because a lot of the time, no too, matter what, it's always going to come to this point because it's just the most position important position in the sport, and they're going to look at most valuable. Well, like, player, don't you think it'd be kind of cool if you took like only one quarterback, only one special uh, skills player, yeah, a defensive cool, player, but it's just not going to happen. It's just it's too far gone, and teams don't run the I forgot, ball. As it's much called as they the used NFL, to. the not fun league. Not this fun would be league. a very fun idea. It's it's so important the passing game these days too that the value of the quarterback is just going up and up and up, and it's already been the most valuable position in the history, really, of the NFL. I mean, maybe you could argue the running back back in the early six or late sixties and early seventies, but still needed that QB to win. I like Mahomes to win this thing. I, I think he's going to end up number one in the voting. Uh, I think number two in the voting is going to be Josh Allen. People kind of crowned him early this season, and we're really determined to just say he's had a great season no matter what. And don't get me wrong, he has I think had he a has. great season. Yeah. But I don't know if he'd be my number two choice, even though I think he's going to finish there. Then I think they're going to go Jalen Hurts third, and then I think they're going to go Burrow fourth, where I think Burrow's the second-best player. I kind of like... I think it should be you put Hertz as third. Hertz might be second. I could. See I think Hertz should be deserving of at least second. Mahomes will probably get it because Mahomes is going to win the MVP. I just I feel it in my bones. He's going to get the award. But I do I do kind of lean towards Hertz or Burrow being the two that should get the award. And yeah, maybe Hertz more than the just rest. because you kind of look at Mahomes as being the LeBron or Jordan where he or the Mahomes for that matter or the Brady for that matter. Like they can win it any year. They're that great every single year. It's just you got to spread the love around. Do you though? See, I come on the other side of that coin sometimes and say. Just because he's so great doesn't mean you spread the love. And I guess so. This is only. But I think Jalen Hurts, you can make the case, was more valuable to his team. And if. Oh, I agree. But before we get to that on Mahomes still, this would only be his second. It's not like he's won it every single year. So it it wouldn't be the most ridiculous thing like, oh, we're just going to give it to Patrick Mahomes again. This is only his second in. What five seasons playing in the league? I mean, that's a huge. That's, that's a great ratio. That's a good start to catching Peyton Manning's five in all time record. Right, Brady has four, I believe. Brady is four. Rogers is four. Three Manning is five. Four Rogers or three. is four because he won the back to back. Okay, so yeah, I mean, he's on his way. But I I agree with you that I think based on what they did for their teams, Burrow and and Hertz are more valuable. And if you want to go, Tom, I do this every time we talk about it. You want to go value again. Look at a team like the Steelers, with and without one specific player. TJ. TJ Watt brings value. He definitely, uh, I would, I like, would I was honestly argue... kind of surprised last year, at the end of last year, that TJ's name was left off of the final ballot for MVP. For MVP. Yeah, that is weird that he wasn't a top five finalist or however many finalists they had last year. It's tough, though, because, yeah, I think Hurts— I, I don't think the Eagles are who they are without Hurts. But at the same thing, time, like, they're the most complete team compared to the Chiefs and the Bengals. So if you take Burrow, you take Mahomes out of that equation, how good would they be? I don't know. Chad no, I, on a 98-yard drive without Mahomes. That's the weird— Like, so, <clears throat> if, you put a, if you put a Chad be, Henney— I think the Bengals would be lost if there was no Joe Burrow. Like, I think they would struggle See, more. I agree because, I honestly, Tom, to that conversation, if you want to go that far into it, you could, pay, you could put Burrow at number one because we've talked about this before. It's a culture change with Joe Burrow. Yes. 
they aren't the bungles anymore. No. He, he swapped the U out Whereas, for the E. And again, this is something we just addressed in our most recent episode. The Eagles have one of the most well-rounded teams. I almost teams, said offenses. Yes, <clears throat> if you were to put a Brock Purdy, I think that's the equation, right? That's the that's the factor. Put a Brock Purdy on Kansas City, on Philadelphia, on Cincinnati. How would the team do? I think he'd do the worst in Cincinnati. I agree. Yeah, I agree. It. Not to disparage Zach Taylor, who has really grown on me as a play caller and a and a, an offensive mind and a coach. Andy Reid is a genius. Right, he would help Purdy out just so, as much as Shanahan is. Andy Reid is a Hall of Fame coach. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. Finally, you could really he wins another Super Bowl. Really start to debate: Is he the second best coach ever? See, I don't he know about that. Be, I don't know if I can do that. But because the debate's on the table. It's it's there, but to me, like only coach to win ten playoff games at two different franchises. Don't get me wrong, Tom. Don't, I'm not disparaging what he's done, but he real he if he does win again, he's got this win year. Again. Yeah, he's got to get more than one ring to get into. Any he would be realm winning that conversation. Keep in mind with Patrick Mahomes. So like you're putting Belichick up there, who I don't dis, who I'm not disagreeing with. And number one ever. Too. <clears throat> I you could say like Chuck or Shula. Chuck's too. Chuck Shula, and then um. I think Reed's getting right into that range, though, if he gets that other one. The longevity is what's so impressive with Andy Reed. But he's had a couple of losing seasons, so he's up. And, and his only winning, is the big win, was with Mahomes. So, like, you take Mahomes out of the equation, does he? Like, with Alex Smith, the quarterback, what did they do? They had success. Still really good. Still really good, but never got to the Super Bowl. He did get to the Super Bowl with McNabb. A McNabb, ton of yeah. NFC Championship games with McNabb. Four in a row. Too, so. so that's another thing. Four NFC Championship games in a row with the Eagles. I think this is their sixth in a row. Fifth. The Chiefs fifth are, in a row. Their fifth, and they've hosted five straight AFC titles. That's crazy. Games. Oh, it's dynastic. But the thing is, you know what's really, really funny? What's that? It's a fine line. And if they lose to Barrow again this year, Barrow. All of a sudden, it's the narrative goes from. Wow, what a dynasty. Five straight times they've hosted the AFC Championship game, too. Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes doing a lot of almost winning. They got that one Super Bowl and haven't won since. Right. Like they're starting to get to that point now. If you, if you get to this AFC Championship you game lose so many again, times in a row, you got to finish. If you lose this year, yeah. whether it's in the Super Bowl or in the AFC Championship game, it's a lot of... Is Pat, like you always say, like when, when a player has success early in his career, is it, oh my God, is it Marino 2.0? Like he got there, but couldn't get back to that level. Marino never won it, but Mahomes won. What he won MVP his rookie year or first his year de facto rookie year because he only started in the last game of his rookie year. Lost to Brady in the AFC. Lost to Brady, but the very next year won, the Super won Bowl. it. Then lost the next to year Brady lost the Super, Super Bowl. The next year. Then the next year lost to Byron. And if he and loses now this again, is the fifth straight year they're in that title game. One Super Bowl win in. A what would it be a four year span? When you when you have that kind of expectations, it would start to shift towards why aren't they winning more? Yeah, right. are they wasting the talent? Live Nation presents Concert Week now through May 14th. Get twenty five dollar tickets to over five thousand shows. That's up to seventy five percent off a summer full of your favorite artists like Twenty One Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25 until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Defensive Player of the Year, three nominees, Nick Bosa, Chris Jones from the Chiefs, and Micah Parsons of the Cowboys. I like Chris Jones as a sleeper. I think this is the one that I'm most confident in Nick Bosa winning. He really took it from Micah Parsons in the middle of the season. If, when if, we, if we had done this halfway through, we would have said, yeah, it's it's Micah Parsons and Nick Bosa and, and Chris Jones are welcome to show up to the ceremony, but they're not going to get it. Now it's, I mean, it's kind of a tale of similar to the Steelers, right, where Nick Bosa just kind of took that second half of the season by storm and really took, snagged it away from Micah Parsons. Much like how the MVP award is a quarterback award, I think the defensive player of the year is, is anchored front a lot guy. by the sack leader of the league. Yeah, so uh, can you explain to me then year. why Stephon Gilmore won defensive player of the year in 2019 I can't and TJ really Watt did it? To you. Couldn't, yeah, I, can't I still can't. You. I still cannot. Uh, but Bosa's got 18 and a half sacks this year that leads the league. I think he's going to get the award this year, too. Yeah, the best. I think it's going to be back-to-back years where the sack leader gets the defense. The best defensive player on the best defensive team makes a lot of sense. That does make a lot of sense, doesn't it? When you you word it like that, it's just real neat and easy, and you can just dust your hands off and give it to On to the next one. Offensive player of the year. Tyreek Hill from the Dolphins. Like it. Jalen Hurts from the Eagles. Like it. Justin Jefferson from the Vikings. Patty Mahomes from the Chiefs. So I don't want Mahomes to win this one. I don't think a quarterback is going to win this one. You think it's between? I could see Mahomes. I, I think so it'd be weird more... if they give Mahomes the MVP and hurts the Offensive Player of the Year. See, I wouldn't have a problem with but that. But that wouldn't track to me. Like, why is Mahomes getting the most valuable player when you just said Hurts was the better offensive player? Like, I just don't like when you give it when the quarterback, and we've seen this happen so many times, and that's why I'm not a fan of it. When a quarterback wins both. And it's not just two quarterbacks, it's the same guy winning both. That's kind of why I like the the idea. Obviously, this is just my idea. Because like last year any was league Aaron Rodgers MVP, but Jonathan Taylor player of the year. They split, oh, they split yeah. it up. But I, again, I have no problem with it being Mahomes MVP and even Hurts for offensive player of the year. I don't mind it being separate categories of offensive player of the year. Quarterback of the year, MVP of the year. I would give it to Jefferson. I think I think you have to. Leading whereas whereas in the they were both wasn't at one point Hill and Jefferson on track to break Megatron's record. They were. They slowed down. They're one two. Kind of shows yards. you how hard that record yes. is. One thousand eight hundred, and it's there's an extra game to do exactly one thousand eight hundred for Jefferson, one thousand seven hundred, and some change for Tyreek Hill. So they're one two in the league as far as receiving yards are concerned. Uh, I just think Jefferson. And this is going to sound a little weird because Tyreek was masterful for the Dolphins, and I don't know where they would have been without him. I just think Jefferson was so much more of a force for that Vikings offense that if Tyreek went down for a couple you of games, Waddle, you still have Jalen Waddle and you Tua still have healthy, the running backs. I, I think you could have stayed afloat where Jefferson was the the entire offense for that Minnesota team this right. year. And, and I look at the catch against Buffalo in that uh, game. You don't win one that of the game without Justin Jefferson. I've ever seen. That was. One of like three catches, right? You take that away, the other like two or three he had later in that game could also be considered one of the greatest, 
not just like physically, but game circumstances, like that he pulled them off. Now, do you think it hurts him a little bit that he was a little quiet down the stretch? Jay Alexander shut him down big right. time in that Packers game. He didn't really play much against the Bears because they didn't need that game much. And then he didn't do that much in the playoffs, in the playoffs. against the Giants. You're not supposed to let the playoffs influence these regular not, season awards. But there is a slowing down of the season for Justin Jefferson. I still think he deserves it despite that. I would have no problem, again, I'd have no problem with any guy getting it other than Mahomes. I think Hertz and Waddle or sorry, Hertz and Hill and Jefferson are all worthy. I think it's going to give I it think, to Jefferson. I give it to Jefferson. I'd give it to Jefferson too. Offensive rookie of the year. Brock Purdy from the 49ers. Right. Kenneth Walker the 3rd from the Seahawks and Garrett Wilson from You the got Jets. me excited. You said Kenneth Walker. Yeah. Sorry. Didn't end the uh, with a Y at the end there, yeah. but uh, no pickings. No. How do you picking. feel about that? I think it's right. I think these three guys had better seasons than they did. I think Eric Wilson was a better. He might not be a better receiver when it's all said and done, but he was a better receiver than Pickens this year. I mean, at least numbers wise, he stats wise. But you could also say he was the number one in New York. Right. In a very short time, and the Steelers still, for whatever reason, decided not to tailor more. Well, the there wasn't a Deontay Johnson playing with him in New York. Uh, Kenneth Walker is the guy I'd give it to, but I don't think it's the guy they're going to give it to. You think it's going to go to Purdy? Yeah. Just, how do you not? Because the, They're not supposed to, but how do you not put the playoffs into it as well? He's won now two playoff games for him. Like He, he is such a good story that... They're not going to, as a league, let him leave this season without any kind of hardware. And by the way, I think he's going to lose this weekend. So as far as team hardware is concerned, he's not going to get any of that. But I just think that they're going to give him Rookie of the Year, even though I think, yeah, Geno was the main reason why the Seahawks were better than anybody expected and made the playoffs. But they needed that running game that Kenneth Walker supplied all year long. And he is... Trending to be a top five running back in this league after a really great rookie year. So I would give it to Walker, help that team make the playoffs. Yeah. But it's going to go to Purdy. I like the, I mean, what Seattle did by bring, by drafting Kenneth Walker, betting on Geno Smith, those two really led the offense. I mean, without those two guys, right? It's just locking it and Metcalf. And I don't know if Geno's as good without a, a strong running game. Because then you just have to rely on passing yes. the ball the entire game. I like Kenneth Walker a lot. I honestly like Garrett Wilson because look what he did with his quarterback carousel. I think I'd rather have the two skill position players here than Purdy, but it's gonna be Purdy. It's gonna be Purdy because the guy won ten straight games or not. He didn't win ten straight, but he won what like mean. what? And he's a rookie. Or rookie. he's a quarterback. He's a quarterback. Yeah, they're always looking. To it's throw always gonna be Wade. Heavily. It was uh, Mac More Jones heavily. last year, right? Yeah, Mac yeah. Jones was rookie of the year. No, Jamar Chase. No, Jamar. Yeah, it was Jamar Chase last year as rookie of the year. It was Mm -hmm. because we were thinking that. We were worried it was going to be Mac Jones because he's a quarterback. And we were thinking, too, like Najee Harris made a case. He did, but Chase was was Chase. Something else last year. Defensive rookie of the year. These are some studs in this league. Yeah, they're all studs. Sauce Gardner. Stud. Aiden Hutchinson. Stud. And Tariq Woolen from the Seahawks. Tariq Woolen, I mean, a Minko lot for the league leading interceptions. A lot of people are saying could have been given where he was drafted, the steal of the draft from yes, last year. I think he is one of the steals of the draft, and uh, that's the kind of corner I wish the Steelers would have gotten in a late round pick. But I digress. Sauce Gardner is going to win the award this year. Uh, no offense to Woolen, who, like I said, had a ton of interceptions. Aiden Hutchinson, whose impact was 
immense on that Detroit Lions defense. I mean, dude, Hutchinson is so dynamic. Do you remember in the end of the year when they dropped him back into coverage and he had that interception? Like, he was lined up on the side of the field like a cornerback, and he just, like, stayed in the middle of the route and caught the— He's a dynamic player, going to be a cornerstone for Detroit for a while. And the fact that he's from Michigan, too, makes it so much cooler. You think the Jags are kicking themselves a little bit, going with Trayvon Walker instead? No, I don't. Because I think he's very, very good, and they made the playoffs and the Lions didn't. So it's true. Why would you kick yourself? Uh, so getting Sauce back is gonna to it, win, Sauce though. is going to get it because how many times have you seen a rookie at any position get AP first team All Pro mm. in his first? I mean, and just have the consensus of he's probably the best corner in the league already. Like that's what a lot of people that are smarter than you and I have that take, and it's been seventeen games of Sauce Gardner. To be there already is incredible. So, again, I think that it's a very uh, good group of nominees here. And I think that, you know, any other season, you know, if Woolen was here a year before Gardner or if they weren't in the classes together, that any one of these guys put up a season worthy of winning a rookie of the year. Like, I don't think there was any just we got to get three nominees to throw Woolen on the end there. They were all deserving of it. Just Sauce looks like he is a the real deal and someone to worry about for a while if you're a quarterback in the NFL in the AFC as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Comeback player of the year. This one's saucy. I like this one. Saquon Barkley. Deserved. Christian McCaffrey. Deserved. And Gino. They wrote him off, but he ain't right back. Gino. It's going to be Gino. It's gonna, and it should be Gino. It should Smith. be Gino. I agree. Uh, with McCaffrey, uh, it's, I like it because, I see it and then I'm like, really, he came back and oh yeah, he was hurt last year, but he's always hurt. What a healthy season for him though in San Francisco so far. Uh, all three very deserving of it, and all three, I mean, really put on performances this year that you could argue were the reason why their teams were continuing to win. Like, yeah, the Niners have a ton of pieces around McCaffrey, but I, I really think that is the main reason that they're looking as good as they are with Purdy is having a having that guy top when five you running back think about it the they brought him in and other than that first game cuz he got yeah, he got like traded week, on yeah. that Friday played Kansas City 2 days later ever since they have yet to lose a game and honestly Tom I kind of like Purdy as like a uh, multi this is multi season kind of thing in the last two game in the last two seasons he played a combined 10 games so this this could be a 2019 to 2022 comeback player of the year kind of arc for him, but it's still gonna go to Gino. Well, what separates Gino is with Saquon and McCaffrey. It's just God get healthy and they have the skill. Will they look the same after their right. injury? No one expected Gino to do anything. They expected no. Drew Locke to beat him out at the beginning of the right. year. And when and he you did, remember, it, people were do like, you wow, remember? Gino Smith won the job. We said on this very show, how bad does Drew Locke have to be? If it's a quarterback controversy in and we Seattle. were wrong. It, yeah, it just we turned wrong. out that Geno Smith was that good. So, yeah, he's going to win comeback player of the year. He's going to get a new contract from the Seahawks. Things are coming up Geno right now in the league. But now he's got the expectations because now it's the next year where it's make the playoffs. Can you do it again? And you got to make the playoffs now because you just did. Right. So we'll see how Geno does in year two in Seattle. AP coach of the year, Brian Dable, Giants. Probably the favorite. Sean McDermott, Bills. Like Doug it. Peterson, Jags, Shanahan, Niners, and Sirianni, Eagles. So to me, it's it's it can go to three. It should go to one of three guys: Dable, Sirianni, and uh, P. 
Peterson. Peterson. Sorry. You wouldn't put Shanahan in front of Sirianni just because of the the quarterback thing and have it. I the... think be... <sighs> that's a, that's tough. Maybe I would say Dayball and and sorry. one two are Dable Peterson. Dable Peterson, and then it's Sirianni Shanahan, and, and then, then it's, McDermott. it's McDermott. I don't know why McDermott's name got thrown in there. I don't know either. I mean, like I... McDermott, who who ended up being the second seed in the conference. Uh, when his goal was to be first and make it to the Super Bowl versus like a guy like, I'm sorry to do this, but Mike Tomlin, who who rallied his team. Well, don't even go there. You don't even, Mike Tomlin is a little bit further down the list than that. Zach Taylor. Why? Zach Taylor, right. Great oh, point. Oh, they're going to have a Super Bowl hangover. That coach <laughs> is in over his head. Don't worry. The Bengals will regress back to the mean. Well, 12 and 4, back to the One, one less champs. game than McDermott. Uh, yeah. And I know you can't take it into account, but just kick McDermott's ass. Exactly. Out of Buffalo. So. I think that Taylor deserves a nominee, but Dable and Peterson are the clear one too. Peterson is the coach of the year in our but the in fact our that opinion he's in Jacksonville and, and not in New, in New York. It's going to go to Brian. Maybe. It was the Jacksonville Giants or the New York Jaguars. <laughs> the New York Jaguars, there you go. Versus the Jacksonville Giants, it would uh, go to Peterson. Yeah, right. It would. And finally, the AP Assistant Coach of the Year, Ben Johnson, the Lions OC, D'Amico Ryan's the 49ers DC. And Shane Steichen, the Eagles offensive coordinator. It's going to go to Ryan's. It's going to go to Ryan's. And he is the, I think, front-running candidate for head coach. Yeah, for sure. A lot of teams. He's already getting interviews, right? Candidate. Yeah, you get to cancel a couple because of, because of the playoff games. Because of the playoff games. Uh, and here's yeah. one last coaching note before we wrap up. Sure. Frank Reich. Back in the coaching circle. He is. Hired by the Carolina I think well-deserved, too. He was the original QB1 for the Carolina Panthers franchise. Years in ago. 1995. Years First ago. First guy to start a, pl- a game for that team, and now he's their head coach uh, starting okay. in 2023. I, I knew he was going to get hired. I mean, Indianapolis. He really has He did not do that bad in Indianapolis when you really he wasn't two winning seasons and right. two playoffs. And, when your quarterback, Matt Ryan, leads the league in sacks, taken interceptions thrown, and fumbles lost. Well, here's the other thing, too. That team was amazing, had a great core. They go 10-6 and six his first year there. Andrew Luck, a quarterback. They go to Houston in the wild card round and win that game. They lose the next league, but they got a playoff win under their belt. And then Andrew Luck retired. Like, they were going to have a year's And, and he's years made and the playoffs without him. a year with Rivers, without, but... It's just been a, it was a raw deal in Indianapolis for him. And they sure. were, I mean, again, I can see why because they were, they had two games left of their schedule in 2021. Win one of them, and you get to the playoffs with Carson Wentz as your quarterback. So I can see the other side where it's like, how does Frank Reich lose the last two games of the season? You can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere. You just say, Alexa. Play Steelers Nation Radio from iHeart, and Alexa will take care of the rest. When we come back, we'll light the fireplace, and we'll talk about the two conference championship games. It's conference championship weekend, and we will dive into great detail for the Bengals and the Chiefs and the Eagles and the Niners on our next episode. He's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Opperman, and this is the Steelers Standard. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. 
Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital. Rated R.